You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So really, it was you giving everyone else the present for your birthday. <laughs> it was a little bit of a peep show, maybe. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I didn't realize that you never really realize <laughs> that you're wearing something see-through until you see a picture of yourself. In a see-through something Is that how that works though? I mean wouldn't you have noticed at some point I'm not one to wear much sheer white Clothing. It was cream and it had a couple layers I didn't actually think that you'd be able to see through it But lo and behold, uh, surprise surprise You could You know what the best part is? Not one person told you that Mm -mm. That's the greatest thing Nobody did That's the greatest gift for everyone Hello everyone, (laughs) this is Fun Employment Radio I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever And however you listen It is so fantastic that you do so Of course we are live here Five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network Right here out of Portland, Oregon And then available via podcast All over the internets Wherever podcasts can be founded. Thank you for finding us. Yes. Um, all right. So we're, we're going to talk all about what, what that was in the beginning and kind of kind of recap a few different things that happened. Sure, lots this of busy, busy weekend. It was a very busy mm-hmm. weekend. It was a, a fantastic weekend, but a lot happened. And uh, before we get into that, though, we do want to remind you, Sarah, one month from tomorrow. Oh, my God. From October 14th. Yes. That's November 14th. Oh, my that's God. That's all I wanted to say about that. No. November 14th. Is going to be the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. Five-year anniversary party coming up on November 14th. So get your tickets now, funemploymentradio.com. We really want everybody to make sure they get their tickets ahead of time because it's going to be an awesome night. Yes. Awesome night. And including Courage is going to be playing. We're going to be doing a live show of Fun Employment Radio on stage with special guests. Uh, Keelan is going to be performing Star Pilot. It's, it's going to be amazing, and we're going to reveal the results of the ghost investigation oh of my, my house, God. which I really don't want to do. It's been, it's, yeah, never mind. It's, has it picked back up a, yeah, a bit? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Things have been knows. weird at the house. It things knows. have been weird at the house. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Things have been odd at the house. Yeah, because you've been stressed out, and that's when it happens, right? Yeah, now there's been weird stuff going on. So anyway, all that's going to be happening November 14th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Okay, let's let's get to talking about this weekend, which, sure. of which I think I either caught a cold or I've got allergies or something from it. Because uh, I I can feel it a little bit today. I am telling you right now. I, I can hear it in my voice. I can tell in my voice too. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I actually made it through all of last year not getting sick. I probably haven't been sick for like two years, and I can. See, I feel a little worn down. This is making me wonder whether or not I'm supposed to go get the damn flu shot. I well, don't want to get, get it. The, I, I got it last year and I didn't get sick, so I think I'm going to do it again. See, I got it last year and I still get sick. Well, yeah, but you're a sickly child. I'm not. Well, I'm not a child. I'm well, a man. You're a sickly Sarah. man. I'm sorry. Well, okay, maybe half mm. of that's correct. But no, that's the thing though. I I went and got that and it didn't work. And I hate the needles. And it's the most. It's the the worst experience ever going in there into those places. Like if if. The, what worries me is with like the Ebola stuff. Like I would probably be the one to get it if that were to happen. You would here, totally get I would Ebola. Be the, I would be the one. Yeah, I would be it. It's why I can't go to South America. Like I want to go to South America and travel and go into the jungle and do stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds weird, but I want to go on one of those trips. Like where you go, we go down the Amazon. I want to go on one of those things. That sounds fantastic. I would be eaten alive, and yes. I would catch every single. Day. They would find diseases that that had yet been undiscovered in man. They would find them. In me, mm-hmm. when I when I got done with that trip, that's what that's the kind of thing. I oh, would do. absolutely! I'm I'm completely 100 percent agreeing. Yeah, with you. like mystery illness strikes man. Yeah. Several different, several different mystery illnesses never seen by by mankind, all in one person. And then I would fly back, and then you know I'd be the cause of it all. Mm-hmm. That probably be it. Yeah, don't so don't do that. I'd probably that's be that. Not something yeah. that you're going to be doing. Yeah. What do they what do they call that? The carrier number one or something like that? Or you're uh, patient zero. Patient zero. Yeah. yeah, I would be patient zero. Mm-hmm. That's totally it. <laughs> So I know I need to get the stupid flu shot, but I just do not want to get it. Anyway. Is it just because of the scary needles? Yeah, needles are terrifying, Sarah. Mm-hmm. As I said, I am a man, and needles are absolutely one of the most scary things on earth. When you see them, they're poking into your skin, and it's just, ew, and you don't want to see that. I got a tattoo, but it's on my back, so I didn't have to see that. Sure. And then, you know, when they're oh, they're prepping it all up, and it's like all big. and It wasn't that bad last year. I think you're remembering it as What if they mess worse? up, too? I mean, you're just going to some some random pharmacy. Like, you don't know how many times that girl's done that. Like, she could be screwing it up constantly. Oh, this it's is, fine. Uh, oh, it's, oof, I don't know. It's risky business. Don't don't come here for health advice. All right, so with that, that's just why I sound a little bit um, Yes. We're both kind of struggling. Today. I would say. A little stuffed up today. I don't know what it is with me on and, and Sunday nights, too. Like, on Sundays, I just cannot sleep. I cannot sleep. And, of course, like, not feeling 100% and then, like, getting probably about a half hour of sleep last night. 
I'm not bad. You only got a half hour of sleep last night? At least, probably at the most. Why? I don't know. I just couldn't shut my mind off. Oh. It was one of those nights where I just like flipped back and forth, where I'd like go onto one side, go onto the other, look at the clock. It's one o'clock, one thirty, two, two thirty, three. Okay. No. I, I think I finally fell asleep right when it was starting to get light outside. Wow. All yeah. right. And then I only slept for like a half hour because then we had to get up and, you know, do work stuff. Yeah. So I feel kind of like a crazy person. Okay. So just so you know. All right. That's yeah, where so you're that's a little unstable is basically what I'm you're saying. I'm a little unstable. You could tip this way or that. You, you could either tip to fun Sarah or you could tip to the to the opposite of that. I think right now I'm just survival Sarah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm yeah. going to get through the show and then uh-huh. go home and drink a bunch of water and eat uh-huh. some healthy stuff and then just rest up and... Then it'll pass over me. Okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. Now we got that. Yep. Now we got that settled right there. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, back to this weekend. So, of course, talking about last week, it was Sarah's birthday last week. It was. This will be the end of discussion of Sarah's birthday. So, Friday night was when you had your, your festivities. I did have my your festivities. Your party at Landmark Saloon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Landmark Saloon, of course, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, 4847 Southeast Division. And it was a lot of fun. It so, was very cool. Thank you to everyone who came and hung out. I had a great time one of the uh one of the main things too was that you had one of those we showed up and nick at landmark had created uh, like a pineapple drink for you yeah it was like an amazing like actually out of a pineapple not just like a pineapple flavored drink it was carved into a pineapple yeah but what what was it was some kind of uh like i don't know what the difference is like mai tai or it was something delicious it was something that tasted like orangey and vanilla It, it was very tropical tasting okay all right. Well, that's that's yeah, good. and it was so all was... filled inside of a giant pineapple. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's what he, that's what he brought out to start it off with. And the the thing is, there's so many people there too. And I want to say hi to everybody that did show up because it was a lot of fun. I will say this: if I spoke with you later on in the evening at that event, perhaps that was after I had engaged in a few shots mm-hmm. and some drinks, a lot of conversation going on. Sure. Maybe things, but uh, some some fast conversations. I don't remember exactly what what was all discussed. Okay, but it was. <laughs> I'm just saying that for anybody who uh, who was showing up, I was oh, having okay. a really good time. Oh, okay. So yes. you're saying like you? Might I'm saying a lot of people were really nice and kept buying me shots, and then I didn't want to be rude and turn them down. So I so I would take those shots. Wow, Greg, that's so uh, that's it so was, noble of I you. I know, I know. Not that I would have ever wanted to, but yeah. yes, because I didn't want to be rude. I I ended up taking the shots. Wow, was, that was, is that is quite kind of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, I too had uh, many drinks. That was it. Was so much fun. I had uh, the greatest time. It was a magical night. Mm-hmm. Um, but, especially uh, ex- minus my see-through dress. Yes. Yeah, so explain this this thing. So you all were right. all excited about this dress that you had, and yep. that you were going to be wearing a girdle. Yep. Because I talked about it on we, Friday. Yeah. I was going to be wearing my girdle. Um, but as the day went on, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna because it's actually kind of cold outside. I'm like, I don't really have to wear one because I think I'm gonna wear like a sweater over this dress. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, and then if I'm wearing a sweater, you can't really tell if I'm wearing a sucky anything. So I decided not to. Um, but in not wearing that, I didn't realize that a cream-colored dress, like how thin the fabric was underneath, because it was basically like a lace doily kind of dress. <laughs> so it's a doily? I kind of looked like a doily. I looked like... It's made out of a doily. It kind of looked like a doily. I, I have to okay. say, I really liked it. But um, I didn't realize how thin the material was between my skin and the lace, because every picture I could take, you could see, see like the exact outline of my belly button. And like really? My bra, and like my bra. Oh, yeah. I made some people <laughs> delete some pictures. I'm like, and that's not going up anywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't think that any um, were posted anywhere because I made sure to delete them before they could get onto the internet. But yeah, you could totally see through my dress. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you going to wear this dress again? Sure. <laughs> so you're going to wear with the see-through? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to wear the girdle next What time. made you decide not to wear the girdle? You were so excited about this. No, because I didn't have to, because I was wearing a jacket over it, over oh, the dress. Okay. So I'm like, if, right. I, if I was just wearing it on its own, I was going to do it. But since I didn't have to, I'm not going to squeeze myself into that thing if I didn't have to. Okay. All right. I thought that was the whole fun of it. That was going to be the big thing. No, that's not fun. Nobody buys a girdle for fun. I didn't know. Well, A, we talked about this on Friday. We didn't know anybody was buying girdles still. Yeah. No, you have to have a appropriate sucky anythings. Nobody does that because they they feel like it would be a fun thing to wear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, then you ended up getting a, a see through dress. It's true. <laughs> uh, so that that was what happened on Friday night. Again, thank you, uh, thank you to everybody. It was great seeing everyone that uh, that came out. All right. Moving on. Yes. That was uh, so that was that Friday. was Friday night. Saturday was when Sarah and I took off to go to Sarah Wagner's wedding. So well, Sarah now Wagner. Sarah- no, well, not anymore, but at that yeah. point, at that point, it was still Sarah Wagner. It's true. So Sarah Wagner, of course, you've heard her on Fun Employment Radio. She handles a lot of our marketing and sales. She's 
fantastic. She's incredible. She's also, um, yeah, she, she's just amazing. Yeah, and she's a dear friend of ours, of course. Yeah, and a friend. And so we went up to her wedding, but this is the thing, though. Her wedding was was going to be out out in the country. Mm. I'll say this. It was out at some property that a friend of theirs owned a whole bunch of property. We'll explain what it was like when we got up to this place. But going there, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I knew we weren't going to have phone service. And I knew we were going to be out in the middle of nowhere. Other than that, I had no idea. Not a clue. Not a clue. We just knew it was a magical place that they had, uh, you know, they they had scoped out and they were. um, Supposedly, yeah, it was a magical place. It could have ended up being a gravel pit for all Mm -hmm. I really know. And I I didn't know. Uh, But either way, I was going there and then you stay the night there. So this was, it's one of these destination like camping weddings. Yeah. And and so we were we were heading out to this thing. Uh, Sarah and I met up with Tristan, who who we uh, we carpooled with Tristan. We did from from wonderful Vancouver, and on the way there, actually saw well we saw that accident, but that's, that's yeah that was kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, the, we'll just go past that one, I guess. Yep. All right. So here's the thing: when you head out into the country in rural Oregon and Washington, this is what a lot of people don't realize when they think of these states. They think about Portland or Seattle. Mm. Everybody knows Portland. Everybody knows Seattle. Or everybody knows Seattle for sure. Most people know Portland now. And they think that's what these two states are. That is not the case. Oh, no. It's mostly wilderness. <laughs> it's mostly wilderness and it's mostly small towns. And then, yeah, out you're out in the country. And the people that live out in the country, that live outside of these major cities, generally are not the same kind of people. It's not all Portlandia. Mm-hmm. Portlandia is one specific type of person in Portland. Basically my neighborhood. That's pretty much it. Basically your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it. It is different. It's it's not. It's much more conservative, slow-paced. It's small town. It's what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in small town Oregon. Small town Washington is exactly the same oh, as yeah. small town Oregon. And this place happened to be going through Battleground, Washington, which is... There are smaller towns than Battleground, but it's it's out there. It's out there a little I've bit from I've never really Vancouver. been through Battleground yeah. until this weekend, and it's pretty small. Distance-wise, it's not that long to get there. But it's it feels like a small town. It felt it feels like a journey. It's separated. It, it took a while. <laughs> it's separated from uh, from from even Vancouver, Washington, and that's what I'm when I'm referencing Vancouver. It's Vancouver, Washington, not the not the not the Canada. But um, so battleground is where we stopped, and we're like, well, we're heading out into the into the woods. We don't know how long it's going to take to get there. We don't know what's going to be going on. Yeah. I know there'll be dinner at some point. We're like, well, shoot, we should have we should have eaten. Guess we'll stop and eat somewhere. Need something quick. So, what do you do in small towns? You stop by the fast food place. Of so, course, you got to pick out your fast food place. And it's the same thing where where I grew up. Like we had lots of little restaurants and stuff like that. Local places I could have gone to. No, where we hung out, Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. You would go to the Dairy Queen. <gasps> oh, when we when I grew up in rural small town, uh, Eastern Washington, or not Eastern Washington, but uh, Washington State. Not when I was living in Bremerton, but when I lived on Whidbey Island. Yeah, ours was Burger King. Burger King? We would hang out in the Burger King parking lot. See, and it sounds ridiculous, too, it to is. be out in the middle of, no, you know, out, out in these small towns and then go to the one fast food chain that's, uh, that ends up coming into town. Because for us, Dairy Queen, we had Dairy Queen and Burgerville, and that was it. And Burgerville's kind of, I mean, that's a Northwest one, so it doesn't even really count. Yeah. Then... I think when I was in high school, McDonald's came in. That was a huge. Oh, to-do. and then everyone transitioned to the huge McDonald's parking to-do. lot. Uh, a lot of people went over there to it. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, we'd go to the Burger King parking lot, or we'd go to um, the Walmart parking lot, <laughs> or the Kmart. It wasn't Walmart; it was Kmart. Oh, at Kmart that point. Parking. So we'd go and hang out in the Kmart parking lot. All right. Yeah. Don't know why. No reason. No, it's just what you do. Yep, just what you do. It's what you do when you're in it, when you're in. Small but town. we found the place in Battleground to go yeah. to. The place. Let me tell you, for anybody traveling through Battleground, Washington, you want to go to the locals' hangout. I'll tell you where. Taco Bell. <laughs> that is where the locals' hangout is, because we we rolled up into there, and I have never seen a Taco Bell more packed. Because we decided to get out and actually walk in. Because the line was already wrapped around the building for the drive-through. Yeah, there were like fifteen cars in line. Right, and this was what like at noon on a Saturday. Uh, may, maybe noon, maybe one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, probably. Maybe, yeah, probably close to like one, and. I, I've it's been a long time since I've ever sat in a Taco Bell because here's my thing with fast food one I'm generally ashamed that I don't want people to see that I'm eating it mm-hmm. unless it's in a group situation like this where it's we're on the road we have no choice but to go to Taco Bell well that Bell. really was the only place that we could find it's the only place the that we could find it's affordable it's fit, you know should have been faster than it was oh yeah but see if it's just me I will do everything possible not to walk in to order because I just don't want I just don't want to do it. I'm mm. I'm too ashamed of myself. Yeah. Walking in to order. Like if there's a if there's a line of cars fifteen long and I decide that I'm going to get Taco Bell, I'm gonna get my shame food. Even if I can look in that restaurant and see there's not a single person in line, I could probably get in and get out in like a minute and a half. 
I will still go wait in the line. What? Why? Because More people I don't are get likely out. to see you sitting in the line than they are actually. Well, not in my mind. Okay. See, they can't actually, they're not really looking into the truck, so they're not going to see me. And then I just feel less shameful. If I'm like, getting up and walking in there, then that's a real commitment. Like, I'm committed to doing this, to walking in there, standing in line, placing the order, and it just triples my shame factor. If I sit in the car, well, really, I mean, all I've done is roll roll my window down and reach my hand out. See, I, th- I think completely opposite. If I'm getting my shame food, I'd rather just get out of the car, get it, eat it, leave all of the garbage and shit inside of the place that you ate it at, and then never speak of it again. You want to leave all the shame in the box. Exactly. There. You leave it all there. You throw it away. It's like it never happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see that. See, mine is I'd rather get it and then scurry home and then run upstairs so my roommates don't see, and then I'll you know shovel it in up there and eat it really fast and then pretend like it never happened. You scurry all the and way And then up. I'll stuff it into another garbage bag so that people can't see that I have the Taco Bell wow, bag when I'm picking Greg. it out. It's shameful, Sarah. I feel shame about it. Well, you know what? I didn't feel quite shameful at this Taco Bell. Well, this was, see, this was different. This is how I can justify it because we're on a, we're on a road trip. You have no choice but to mm-hmm. do it. However, all those people that were hanging out in there, that was something. That was something. That was that, unbelievable how many people were crammed inside of that Taco Bell. That was standing room only yeah. at the Battleground Taco Bell. It was. It was insane. And it was, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, yep, we're out in the country because a lot of, a lot of dudes with camo ball caps, mm-hmm. you know, which no problem if you wear a camo ball cap, I'm just saying, you know, it's how you know you're out, you're out of Portland when you start seeing these things. But there were also, though, some of the other things in there that were just, I don't know if it's local to Battleground or what's going on, but there was some, there was some creepiness. And I guess this is probably something you see in a lot of places. But it's it's in particular this one family at this restaurant. So <laughs> you know, whenever you do go into a fast food place, you you will come across this every now and then, and that's the the young family where there seems to be way more kids that are part of this family than the woman even seems old the, enough, physically possible to, to yeah, have, physically old enough to yeah. have had this many kids. I mean, I don't even know how how that worked. But we, we walked in there. She had a lot of children. It was a lot of children. And we walked in there, and it was this whole, basically, it was it was a group of lovely blonde Aryan children. That it were, was, they looked, I mean, they looked like something from the village. They were children of the corn. Yeah, children of the corn. They were children of the corn, and they were everywhere. Or those kids are the damned. That's what it is. The damned. <gasps> it is the damned. Is the movie where the, with basically. The toehead kids with the blue eyes. To, what head? Toehead. What's that mean? That's like with the white blonde hair. Toehead? Yeah. I don't know what that term. You never uh, heard toehead? Uh-uh. Why, yeah, that's the term like when it? kids have like really light white uh, blonde hair. Why is it called toehead? I don't know. That's just what it's called. I mean, just honestly, like, I don't know. What why is I don't, I've th- never That's heard what it. it's called when you have like light white blonde hair cuz a lot of pe- a lot of kids like have really light hair when they're young and then as they get older, uh-huh. um then their hair darkens up. Yeah. It's like you might have been blonde when you were little. Uh no, I was uh, I had red hair. I had reddish hair when I was a kid. A yeah, toehead? So, yes. A, a toehead is a like person with... This isn't an offensive term. No, I, no. Okay. It's a person with very light, almost white, blonde hair. Really? Yeah. Toe, like T-O-E head. Yeah. T- no, T-O-W. Oh, T-O-W? Yeah, H-E-A-D. Now I'm even more confused. How, mm-hmm. does that, how does that tie in? I don't know. That's what it's always been called. Like, I know, like, you know, looking at little, you know, like, pictures of kids with, like, really light white hair, they're like, oh, look at her. She's a little toehead. I don't think it's racist. I mean, my God, I've just heard that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I, I was called a toe. Ne- I mean, toe let's see. head origin. Yeah. So okay. So the toe and toe head uh, refers to the fiber of flax hemp or um, flax or hemp prepared for spinning. Since flax is light in color, blonde people, especially children, are sometimes referred to as toe heads or toe headed. Weird. The expression was first recorded in the 19th century. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, it's a thing. I didn't know that. Now that makes them even more creepy. I don't know why. But yeah, the, these kids, they if you've ever seen The Damned, which is essentially, spoiler alert, for like a 20-some-year-old movie, which I think is a remake of another movie older than that, it's essentially this small town where all of the women become pregnant at the same time and they all have kids and they're all these like demon. super blonde, <laughs> like white-haired children with, yeah, demon eyes where just they White-haired look at children? You. What does that make them, Greg? I'm still uncomfortable saying it yet. I'm There's not sure nothing if... wrong with it. I don't know. It's just the color of wheat. That's why it's called toe, toe head. How do I not know this? I, I don't, we've, I've just never heard that term. That's weird. A toe head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's what these kids look like. So we walk in there and there's these two, two of these, you know, 
toe heads i'm gonna try it on i don't know if i like it yet it's, it's not really fitting with me yet are sitting up on this no, little no, counter. No, no, because everyone's so offended by everything lately. Like, you don't know if you're inadvertently, like, when you say, like, something, like, sorry to be offensive. Like, Indian style. Like, we grew up saying that, but now it's horribly offensive to people. It is? Remember? Yeah. I mean, I don't say it anyway just because I assumed, but No, because it was, like, when we were in Girl know. Scouts, that was, but now, you know, now that it's been, in it, like, now it's just not something you can say anymore. Okay. Yeah, so it's, like, inadvertently uh, offensive. Like, we're not trying to be inadvertently offensive. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's safe with the toehead coming. Okay, all right. All right, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So anyway, two of these kids. There was a little blonde girl and a little blonde boy sitting up on this counter, and you walk in, and both of them they they looked like they're going to try to guess. I'm going to try to guess their ages, three to four, old enough to sit up. Maybe they would be able to speak if they said something, but I don't know. Yeah, I would old say they're around sitting. three and four. They're about the same age. It looked like that's the thing. The other thing, all these kids look the same age. <laughs> Maybe Battleground is the damned. So these two kids are sitting there, and they just look at you. It's it's one of those things where you have the, the two... You, you've all experienced this, where children just turn around and stare for no reason. But it's not like the cute kind of stare, like a cute kid, like somebody else's kid, like, oh, oh hi, how's it going, whether you make faces. These kids had blank expressions, and I swear they, they were soulless eyes. They were soulless staring eyes. Staring at me. There was no soul. They wanted to steal our souls. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And these kids would not take their their eyes off of us. No, this like little they girl would, would not stop contact. staring. It was so creepy. The, and they'll lock eye contact, and you'll try to look away. And you look away, look somewhere else, and you turn back, and there they are just staring at you. Both of them. Right when you walk in. And at the, the moment, I couldn't figure out who they belonged to. Yeah, because they were sitting far away. From, so we had to do a little investigating Yeah, to figure out which family they belonged to. Before, before we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, and then you realized there was this couple that was sitting in the back. Here's the thing. The mom, she was kind of blonde. The dad, dark hair, mm. very dark hair. All four of the children, four, mind you, four of the children, white blonde hair. Four children that were already out. She was also pregnant with a fifth one. I mean, she she was very pregnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pumping out damned kids pretty much all, all the time here. So I, I don't know how the math works on that, that they're all four just perfectly bleach blonde children. And yet he has the dark hair. No, no, no. Maybe it's if I were him, <laughs> maybe if I were him, I'd be a little suspicious about that. Have some try questions. To, try to do some math on that one. <laughs> and yet, how she keeps having so many of them. It was strange. So they were just sitting there along the counter and staring at us, but like that unbreaking, unblinking, slowly eating while they're staring. And and this is the other part of it, though. This is why this family really like threw me off. One. Keep your kids, get your kids back over to your table. Don't don't have them staring at people when they come in. It's rude. It's a bad habit for those kids. And plus, it's not date, not safe for the children. Well, no, it's not. Although those children were terrifying. Yeah. I, I think we would be the ones in danger near those children. <laughs> uh, like I could just see their eyes going completely black at any second. So, so they, but they were far away from them. And then the the uh, we figured out though that the two parents were back there along with two other smaller children. Slightly smaller, still around the same age though. Mm-hmm, like a little Again, younger. Math doesn't make sense on that one. I never heard any of that group say one word the entire time. Mm-mm. None of them. And the dad was a starer too, because when I was waiting for my food, I, I wanted to get as far away from the children as I could. And but I kept I kept noticing that the that they were looking over at me. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know it's really awkward and uncomfortable. I I glance over there and I'm like. Eh. And then I looked back, and the dad, the dad was doing the same stare, the same soulless gaze as he stared at me, slowly eating his food. Probably, they, they were all just staring and eating I, and chewing. I feel like they were all communicating. They like, were, like telepathically? Yeah, telepathically totally. or something. Like, that one will be the victim. His soul is ripe for the taking. Come, my children. So, there's something creepy about it. And this is, I don't know whether this is just in Battleground or what, this is... Terrifying. Yeah, and it was something that all of us noticed. Like it was, it was unspoken. Like Greg and Tristan and I are all in line, and we we all simultaneously saw the children because they're just sitting there staring at us as we're in line, and all simultaneously looked at each other. Like that's really creepy. Yeah. Why are they staring at us? I don't know. I don't know. But they need something needs to be done about it. But it's not going to be me that's going to do anything about it. I, I we got out of there, and uh, thankfully, before they took our souls, and we're able to get a, get away from this. That thing. one was great but too because. Saying, it had the small children, the children of the damned. It also had, did you see all of the long-haired, like, metal dudes? 
Like the high school kids. Yeah, long-haired like, metal kids. They're cool. They were awesome. It was yeah. cool. There was like all these different stereotypes. There were these three, um, you know, metal dudes. They, they must have been in high school, like maybe 15 or 16. And they all had mm. long hair and they were all wearing like Megadeth or Metallica shirts. Yeah, Slayer. And they were just sitting mm-hmm. there. And Slayer. Yeah, and those kids sitting are cool. there brushing their hair out of their faces. And Minus the long hair, those are the kids I probably would have hung out. Oh, with. they were awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah cuz you had that group in there and this is why it was like a microcosm I'm guessing of Battleground. Then you had the camel hat guys. Then you had the two dorks who put in their names for the Taco Bell as Batman and Robin. So they had to be called out as Batman and Robin. And then in all kinds of other things like the the mom taking her uh, like a, some woman taking her older mom out to dinner to Taco Bell. Mm. It was it it was like a small town. It was the the microcosm of the small town. That's yeah. where they all go to hang out. That's Taco their Bell. place. That's the place. And uh, mine was Burger King growing up, and yours was Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That small town mentality because that didn't happen. Like it, when I lived in Bremerton, because it's a little bigger of a city, we didn't hang out in parking lots. I okay. think it's just super small towns. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah we would do that marketplace. That's where we would go. Mm-hmm. So once we escaped escaped the uh, small blonde damned children who were trying to take our souls we ended up making it out to where this wedding was going to be and i will say this property was it was (laughs) that was my phone that i left on uh it was amazing it was gorgeous it was so well maintained and just like a magical fairyland yeah and i won't say his name in case he doesn't want to talk about it or something like that but it was it was a friend of theirs who owned this property where essentially what he does is he he works with wood for a living so he makes like wood sculptures and wood like buildings and all, all that stuff he, he basically has a he must have a lumber yard somewhere mm. around there so he built all of these amazing like shacks and contraptions and places uh, and he had this river walk immaculately maintained uh, river oh, walk and, like, right sheds down the river made and, out of all different kinds of materials right and, he took an old boat and converted it into a boathouse shack that you can stay in it's it was amazing it really really was and uh, and so we showed up for that and then you just the wedding was fantastic. I will say this: Sarah became obsessed with the chicken coop. Which there had, were chickens. Have you ever been around a chicken coop no. before? Mm-mm. So that was your first. Yeah. Okay. I wondered why you were so obsessed with it. Yeah, I've never been around chickens okay. or roosters. Okay. I've never yes. seen a rooster that close. I don't think. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know anybody who has chickens or roosters. Okay. I mean, I guess I'll see them like when I'm running through a neighborhood or something, but mm-hmm. I've never been like been able to watch a, you know, like an actual rooster and. You know, the, the roosters and chickens interacting. <laughs> it was a very cool rooster. I have to say, all right, fine. Greg's just going to say it, so I'm going to say it first. There was a rooster there that looked exactly like Labyrinth's David Bowie. He had David exactly. Bowie's glorious, you know that he did. He had David Bowie's glorious blonde name, or excuse me, mane from Labyrinth. He had the, He had Labyrinth hair. Will you tell me that much? I will say that. There was some Labyrinth this hair. This yeah. rooster or whatever it is had... Labyrinth, David Bowie Labyrinth hair. So I'd like to go and hang out with David Bowie because that was what I named him. Sarah was hanging around the chicken coop mm-hmm. and sitting there saying, David Bowie, David, David Bowie. Bowie. Why are you such an asshole, David Bowie? Right, as you're sitting there drinking and you realized nobody else knew what you were talking about. <laughs> you were just the crazy lady talking holding a drink, talking to the chickens, yelling out David Bowie. David Bowie. It's not like everyone, it was known that the chicken was named David Bowie. Mm. You named it David Bowie. Well, I mean, it needs a name, clearly. Uh, obviously. Yeah. And it was the big, he was the definitely the one in charge, which of course, you know, <laughs> clearly his name. As I'm wearing a David Bowie, I just realized I'm wearing a David Bowie you shirt You are today. wearing a David Bowie shirt. Oh my God, whatever. So, yes, you stood there by, by yourself talking to the chicken coop, yelling to David Bowie. Yeah, thanks, Greg. You're making it sound real classy there. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, Mm-mm. that's that. It was very I, beautiful. Those were facts. I didn't yes. change it in any way. Well, yes. Well, lots happened besides <laughs> that. Anyway, the wedding was beautiful. Uh, Mike and Sarah were just lovely. It was yes, so much fun. And big thank you to uh, Deke and Brian from Next Adventure too. Just not even a thank you. Just thank you for being awesome. So yeah. Next Adventure, which we've talked about before, is, is one of our fine sponsors here, Fun Employment Radio, and uh, they are located at Stark and Grand. I love shopping there. That's where I get all of my camping gear. They're fantastic local business. Deke and Brian have been friends for forty years. And they're the ones that started Deacon mm. Bryant's Next Adventure. And they are also, uh, well, Sarah's husband works for Next Adventure. Yes. So we've talked about that before. So, of course, they were there. They are so much fun to hang out with. Yeah, and they're so prepared. I've never seen, like, a campsite set up 
No, that's like, they're the kind of dudes. Well, a they own a store where they have all of these amazing things, yeah. so they have access to that stuff. But you, they're that type of guy to where you show up. It's like, oh, all right, we're gonna make some dinner. Bam! It's this elaborate spread that's make comes up out of nowhere, and they have everything prepared and prepped and perfectly ready to go. It's like, oh, well, we need some beer. Here's our the beer is. Here's oh. all the magical beer. Here, do you oh. want to go to the whiskey shack? Yeah, we've <laughs> created a whiskey bar. So they, it was it was just so much fun. They were. They're, they are awesome. Deacon Brian, Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. You can shop there. Yes, that's where I got my water filter from, which after a couple of drinks, I told oh. Brian, I was like, you know, water filter yeah, I got. People are really asking good. you if uh, if that's where you got your water filter, Greg. Where I got my water sure filter that I used when I went there. up to Alaska for my trip to Alaska no earlier. Way. And when Brian and, I, news. Brian and I had a couple of beers, and I told him, I was like, you know, that water filter, it really worked really well when I was up in Alaska over the summer. And, and oh, my God. I. I kind of want to like steal your water filter and throw no. it away just so you can't Why? start talking. So you have to stop talking about it. No. I want you to have bad memories associated with your water filter so you stop bringing it up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> did that work for your scooter? Huh? <laughs> anyway, it was a magical weekend with magical people. And um, yeah, so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Congratulations to Sarah and Mike. And uh, and yeah, thanks for thanks for the good time. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. All right, should we do a little bit of a world of crazy, Sarah? Oh sure. Oh, I have a terrifying story to start off with, Greg. Now uh, I want to I want to talk to you about this and see if you're as scared of this as I am. If I'm as scared of it. Yes, it has okay. to do with creatures of the deep, Greg. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Creatures of the deep. So it's in water. Mm-hmm. So if it was near the water, I could probably use my water filter to be able to oh my filter God. out whatever is going on there. You know, it'll filter out pretty much any bacteria. So it could be some pretty dirty water, but I'll, not me. I'll have nice, clean drinking water thanks to my water filter. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, all right, so why don't, I'll, I'll just start with this one. Now, I saw this today on the internet, and I haven't been able to find that it's been disproven yet, or, or that it's fake. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express this story to you as if it's a real story. Because Snopes doesn't have anything on it. Nothing. Nobody has disproved it so far. <laughs> well, then it must be real. Greg. Whatever it is. It has to be real. Greg, off the British coast, something has been discovered. That has not been disproven yet, so stop telling me that it's fake. Until you prove to me that it's fake. I'm going to believe that this is real. Greg, a giant 50-foot crab has been photographed off the British coast that's being nicknamed Crabzilla. Okay, now, I have seen this picture. I think you should do a little bit of clarifying before you say concretely a giant 50-foot crab. It is concretely. Have you seen the picture? (laughs) It's clearly a real one. Now, uh, it's an aerial image that was taken of this crabzilla that uh, is estimated to be measuring about 50 feet across. And it's uh, lurking outside of a British resort, and it's quickly becoming an internet sensation. (laughs) So uh, people have been flocking to a website to judge for themselves whether or not this picture shows a huge crustacean in shallow water, uh, or if it's just an elaborate hoax. So the person's name, um, who runs the website, his name is Quentin Winter. Uh, first thought the image sent to him by a follower showed an unusual sand formation in the shape of a crab, but now is convinced that it truly is a monster <laughs> of the deep. This guy's convinced. He believes that, that the giant lurking close to the shore uh, is at least 50 <laughs> feet long. He said, at first, all I could see was some faint movement, but then as it rose from the water, I thought, that's a funny-looking bit of driftwood. Now, he said it had blank eyes on stalks swiveling wildly around. Wait, he's saying when he flew over, is he the the guy who fly, flew over the thing and took the picture? or? Yeah, yeah, this is the guy. How did he see these, the eye stalks? I don't know. And why didn't he get a picture of that? Oh, it had glazed blank eyes on stalks he got swiveling a pi- wildly. He could get a picture of this, but not a picture of the eyes. And clearly it was a massive crab with cl- crushing claws. <laughs> now the picture shows uh, what appears to be an edible crab. Uh, scientific name is a Cancer pagurus, a species commonly found in British waters, but usually only normally grow to 10 to 12 inches. Now the biggest known crab species is the Japanese spider crab, which can me- uh, measure more than 12 feet across. You believe in this stuff, yet you won't even give a thought to Sasquatch. Oh, Sasquatch is fake. 
This giant crab. Oh, for some, just the imagery of the giant crab, I don't like it. It's too big. And I hope that it's <laughs> fake. I want to be wrong. I don't want that to be real. It is not real. I don't even think it's a Photoshop in there. I think it's just like a, I don't know, some... Like a picture something of a was crab. stirred up, like a boat had just left or something and stirred up some sand. In the exact shape of a giant crab. It, kind of in the shape of a giant crab. That's what it looks like when you look at it. You can maybe place it into that. No. It is not a giant crab. Well, I hope that you're right. I'm saying what it could be is viral marketing for the next Sharknado movie. That's what it could <gasps> be. Ooh, or what if it's another one for... Um, crab Nami. Cloverfield. Because they've been you know, going to do the... Cloverfield sequel. They're doing a sequel to, to Cloverfield? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was an awesome movie. Don't even get me started on it. Because well, no, it but I'm saying the, the monster wins, right? The monster Spoiler. doesn't... Spoiler. No, the monster doesn't win. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Crab Nami's going to be the second Crab one. Crab Nami, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. This is what it's going to be. All right. Next up from crabs to penis pills. No, well... All right. Well, of course, we've all heard of the the, the biker that, gang. It's not that far of a leap, sir. I know. All, we've all heard of the biker gang, uh, the Hell's Angels, right? Have you heard <laughs> yes, of them? I yes. have. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, so I want to tell you a little story about uh, Hell's Angels boss. His name is Peter Hewitt. He goes by Schizo. Now, Schizo, again, the Hell's Angels boss, has been arrested in the most embarrassing fashion ever. Uh, he's been arrested by police after allegedly being busted for possession of illegal erectile dysfunction pills. Oh. Yeah. Police say they stopped the outlaw motorcycle gang's East County Sergeant at Arms as he was being um, driven through. Let's, let's see, this is happening. I don't know where it was. It says Craigburn. So detectives uh, say that a baseball bat had been found under the driver's seat of Huet's car, as, fo- as well as uh, four blisters of the tablets of sildenafil. Four blisters? Blister tablets. Oh, that's what you call the, the little pop-out pop out? ones? Yeah. I See, I didn't know that and either. blonde children are toeheads. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so earlier this year, the 59-year-old had his driver's license suspended and was ordered not to leave his home from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m., uh, however, they were able to catch him driving around, and that was when they did, in fact, seize him with his uh, possession of illegal erectile dis- dysfunction pills. So the Hell's boss, uh, Hell's Angel's boss, was taken down just because he had some penis pills with him in the car wow. when he wasn't supposed to be driving. I just thought that was kind of funny. <coughs> Next up. A bride who decided to have sexual relations on her bachelorette party night with the dwarf uh, stripper that her friends had hired her confesses to having sex with the dwarf stripper after giving birth to a baby that had dwarfism. Oh, boy. Okay. This woman cheated on her husband and her husband-to-be with the dwarf stripper. That's a really hard uh, word to say, by the way. Dwarf stripper. Dwarf stripper. Mm Mm-hmm. Dwarf stripper. A stripper who was a dwarf. Mm -hmm. Dwarf stripper. Well, it turns out, yes, she got a little more than she bargained for when she did indeed have sexual relations with the dwarf stripper that her friends had hired for her her bachelorette party. Yes, uh, a dwarf stripper got a bride-to-be pregnant after her bachelorette celebrations got a little too wild. Now, the guilty (laughs) woman had to confess to cheating on her husband with the stripper after giving birth to a child with dwarfism. Now, this is a Spanish (laughs) news website. Uh, has revealed that today and it was quickly picked up by local and national media. Uh, the hospital North Woman have been made. Now what happened is this uh, was said to have occurred at the beginning of this year. So reportedly well, The math uh, works out. Yeah. It, it did because it was nine months before. Wh- um, what is her name? It doesn't say her name. Okay. Yeah. So she's a bride-to-be. Um, so none of her friends or family apparently were aware of the fact that she decided to have sex with the dwarf stripper. So uh, neither of her, none of her close female friends or family knew she had sex with the stripper, but once she had her son in her arms, she broke down and confessed to what happened. As you can imagine, no one that sleeps with a stripper at their bachelorette party broadcasted, or at least they tried to take the secret to the grave. Uh, but she had no choice but to confess it and would never have pretended the boy was her husband because he did, in fact, have dwarfism, which is passed down. Yeah, that kind of that kind of sticks it out. Yeah. What was the... What's the movie with me, myself, and Irene? Isn't that yeah. where Jim Carrey's wife leaves him? Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. And then all of his kids end up being black 
but mm-hmm. he doesn't understand that she cheated on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and finally, this is a horrific story that a bunch of people sent to me, so sorry about this. A woman from Edinburgh, of course that's in Scotland, named Daniela Liverani, had the surprise of her life when what she thought was just a regular nosebleed she was experiencing turned out to be caused by a three-inch leech that had been oh, living in her house in her nose this? for over a month. It had been living in there for over a month. So this guy's, this uh, lady's name is Daniela Liverani. Began to experience nosebleeds while traveling for a month in Vietnam, and she thought that she may have just burst a blood vessel after falling off a motorcycle. Uh, also, sometimes she said that she wasn't sure exactly what was happening with it, but she thought that maybe she was getting nosebleeds. And uh, she said that every once in a while when she'd look in the mirror, she'd see something sticking out of her nostril. Oh, my God. But figured it was just congealed blood. How would you not? How would how would you not? Daniela Lavrani said that she would how? see a reddish mass hanging out, but she would just sniff it up back there. What the? Come on. She would sniff it Come back on. in because she thought it was congealed blood. Even if that's what it was, wouldn't you want that out? A few days after she returned home to Scotland, she looked in the mirror to examine the inside of her nose, only to realize what was inside was no ordinary blood clot. It, in fact was a three-inch-long leech as wide as a thumb. Well, as wide as a thumb? As wide as How a thumb. How would you not notice that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she has a really big nose or something. Uh, well, doctors at Edinburgh's Royal Im- uh, Infirmary were able to pull the leech out without causing any harm to her, even though she'd been walking around with it inside of her face for a month. Yeah, Lisa in the chat says, what the hell, you ignore a red mask. Just sniff it back up. No, this is. No. I, I'm sorry. Just the thought of this is so disturbing to me. I'm. Don't it's wanna, actually bothering my. This nose is right why now. I was saying why I, I can't visit certain places. There are certain places on this earth that will try to kill me, and it just probably wouldn't work out for me. So you probably shouldn't go to Vietnam and get leeches. <laughs> at least not into the. In, at least not into the wilds. There you go. I just don't understand. Like if it's the size of a thumb, I my thumb doesn't even fit in my nose. Try it. Try it right now. I'll take a picture and prove it. It doesn't. Greg's trying it Mine too. Does. This is compelling. This I can, compelling yeah, it'll stuff. no, it'll work. But okay. the thing is, everybody listening right now looked down at their thumb. They may not have put it into their nostril, mm-hmm. but they thought about everybody it. Everybody tried. Second. Yeah, they, so thought, yours they does at least fit, thought about it. Yours fits inside of your uh, nose. Fits inside the the first part. Yeah, mine doesn't at all. It wouldn't go far up in there. Yeah. Wow, we're adults. <laughs> yep. There you go, my friends. It's your world of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, that's 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 just mm-hmm. awful. That's just awful. That's not yep. things I want to think about. All right, should we do a little bit of a uh, ball talk here? Because I've got a little bit of ball to talk about. Heck yeah. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Potpourri of balls. Just a little smattering. Missing that. Uh, the NFL is now fining their players who decide not to go along with one of their corporate sponsorships. So the NFL has signed a deal with Bose speakers and Bose headphones, which I guess they make headphones now as well. Okay. Probably for a long time, but I'm just realizing it. So Bose makes headphones, and they've banned NFL players from wearing anything but Bose headphones on the sideline. However, a lot of the players now have deals with Beats, with Beats headphones. Like um, Richard Sherman does, Colin Kaepernick's got a whole bunch of commercials with Beats headphones. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe Cam Newton does as well. They are refusing to follow this. Instead, are just accepting the $10,000 fine per game that they're getting for wearing these headphones. Wow. Well, I guess if it can't, the endorsement cancels it out. Then. Cancels the ten grand. That's what they're speculating is that Beats is probably just paying the ten grand Because mm-hmm. that advertising, I mean, that's incredible advertising for them. Not only are the players still wearing the Beats, it's getting all this attention because oh, yeah. they're flaunting... The whole thing with bows on top of that, and that's only costing them ten grand a time. That's that's money in the bank right there. That is incredible advertising dollars sent, spent. So that is what is going on with that. So the NFL players are saying, nope, screw it. Ten grand is not much to them. Yeah. And let alone Beats is probably paying for it. Oh, I'm sure. So moving on to ball talk. Here's something that has to do with. Well, I got got a couple of different fans fan stories here from the NFL. This one comes from the Philadelphia Eagles game. 
Now, Eagles fans, Philadelphia sports fans in general, and if you're from Philly, you know this is true, are generally known as some of the roughest crowds rowdiest. in sports. Rowdiest. Sometimes the the assholiest, I will say this. <laughs> Famously, at an Eagles game one time, there was a Santa Claus for a, on the field for some Christmas thing, and he was berated and pelted with snowballs until he had to leave the field. Wow. By the fans, by Eagles fans. That's just an example of Philadelphia fans, and it gets worse from there. However, this one, this is kind of a low. So I guess there's a guy uh, by the name of Sonny Forrest, Sonny Forrest, who is a local local guy. He's a Vietnam veteran. He's a musician, and he'll play before games at Lincoln Financial Field, which is where the Eagles play. So mm-hmm. he'll he'll be out there just playing his guitar and and uh, playing music for people. Whatever, no big deal. Local guy. That's what he does. Vietnam vet. Part of this is he also has a prosthetic leg. Now, on Sunday, him and a couple of his friends, he'll take the leg off when it gets uncomfortable, when he's sitting down. Yeah. And a couple of his friends, they were playing around, which I guess he was cool with playing around with the leg and I think pretending to play guitar on it or something like that from from what the story was. That's fine. That's his buddies. They can do that. However, there was some woman that came up and uh, walked up, sat on his lap for a second, and he did not know this woman, Reached down, grabbed the leg, and ran. This woman stole the Vietnam vet's leg. What? Stole his leg. Ran off. Broke his microphone as well when she was doing it. And they were not able to catch her. However, the the leg was found on a subway by a, I believe it was somebody uh, one of the one of the subway workers a subway driver found the leg a few hours after the game. Oh my god! And so it is being returned back to this guy. They're trying to figure out who it was that stole this thing. So far, she has not come forward. So far, they don't have evidence of it. Or they don't, they they have some evidence, but it's not enough yet to track this woman down. So they're posting up pictures of her trying to find the leg thief. Oh, there you good. Go. If you're in the Philly area, try to find this woman. Also, don't steal somebody's leg. Wow. What a horrible human wow. being you are if you do that. That's, pre- that's pretty bad. I mean, I don't know where you go from there. Stealing a Vietnam vet's leg. <laughs> That's pretty terrible. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's see here. It's uh, like I said, a potpourri of balls, smattering of balls. We'll just do two more stories. Next story has to do with a different kind of fan, and this is a guy who's now going to jail. Now, I talked about this this guy uh, probably a couple of years ago on this show when this first happened, and it has to do with the biggest Tom Brady fan in the entire world. Now, Tom Brady, of course, quarterback for the New England Patriots, and this is his biggest fan by the name of Victor Thompson. Victor Thompson is the guy, okay, and this was in 2008 that he got this done. He has a shaved head, and tattooed on his head is, is the Patriots logo and everything to make it look like it's Tom Brady's helmet. He basically onto tattooed the helmet onto his head. Oh, Jesus tattooed the helmet onto his head with the Patriots logo, Tom Brady's number, all kinds of stuff, and that's what his actual head looks like. Now, he has been arrested and he's going to jail for he was arrested, I guess, on September 10th, but now he's being sentenced for possession of spice, which is synthetic marijuana. So he had this in St. Petersburg. He also calls his tattoo a Patriotat. Wow. Patriotat. And he will be going to jail. <laughs> with the Patriotat. Wow. He's being, well, he's being held right now. Um, he's got a $1,500 bond, apparently. Nobody's coming up there to, to take care of that. I'm shocked, shocked, shocked. Charged with felony drug possession and trespassing. Patriotat. All right, finally in ball talk. Got this. And this has to do with the University of Oregon. In a way. So the University of Oregon, now moving back up the rankings for the NCAA, for NCAA football. They're back up to number nine now after losing to Arizona. Mississippi State, the new number one. Florida State, number two. So, so Oregon, they're, they're kind of back in it. If they win out, they will have a good shot of going to the first ever NCAA playoffs. I, w- I would say they'd probably go if they win out. Mm. But there is one team that is trying to lose in the NFL and cannot wait for the Oregon season to be over. And this is a campaign that is started by a fan of the Tennessee Titans. So this fan 
has started a campaign trying to get other play- other uh, fans to join this called Suck for the Duck. <laughs> what in God's name is that? He wants the Tennessee Titans to lose every game for the rest of the season. He is a Tennessee Titans fan, but he wants them to suck so that they can draft Oregon quarterback Marcus Mariota to be their quarterback. Okay. So the worse they are, then you know the more likely the chances they're going to get the number one pick. Okay. To get number one, then they can get Marcus Mariota, which is who he wants. So suck for the duck. Now has a Twitter account, and it's uh, it's kind of taking off nationally now. There's a bunch of different places talking about it. Actually, thank you to uh, John and Boring, and I think Troy were the ones telling me about this on Friday night at, at your birthday thing. So there it is, Marcus Mariota <laughs> Titans suck for the duck. The big campaign now in Tennessee. Okay, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Suck for a buck. Suck for the duck. Suck for the duck. Not suck for a buck. Is that what you thought I was saying? Yeah, for a second there, because that's what the, like the weird lifesaver shirt that you were talking about before, right? No, suck for the duck. Okay, gotcha. Oregon ducks. (laughs) Suck for the duck. I mean, it could go bad a lot of ways in there. There's a lot. There's a lot of things you could switch out some letters. D is right next to F. I'll say that on the uh, on the keyboard there. So. Could get confusing. It could get confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's suck for the duck. Suck for the duck. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I'm going to power through this, Greg. What's that? Thank you for um, being in good spirits today. I'm struggling. Greg knows I'm struggling a little bit over yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not feeling 100%. Well, give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, and we would like you to pick up your listener party tickets. Go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. Get your tickets, and feel free to share that on your website or on your, on your social Facebook. Social medias. <laughs> yeah, your social medias, your Facebooks, and your Tumblrs, and your Twitters, or whatever. And wow. and go ahead and do that. That would be fantastic. And your tumblers. And your tumblers. What what did I what did I forget? I don't think you forgot anything. I think that was good. Was there a birthday that I forgot? Was there? I don't know. Do we say happy birthday to Alex? Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I know, I'm sorry. Okay. We need to say happy birthday. To Alex. Alex. Alex, who is driving now, and that is terrifying, is on the road and listens to Fun Employment Radio. And that is awesome. Awesome. We love you, Alex. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. If you have a birthday, send us an email and let us know. Remind us, because sometimes we forget. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, though, as we were saying, for for tuning into the show. We really, really do appreciate it. And we would love to see all of you on November 14th, one month from tomorrow. And then I have to do that damn ghost investigation. Yes, you do. Uh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. But I'm going to do it. All right, you guys, thank you so much. (laughs) Congratulations to Mike and Sarah on their wedding. Thank you for everybody who came out on Friday night. And we love you guys. Yes, we do. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Take a bite. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't.